I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Jetpacks are overrated. Welcome to another Jetpacks are overrated. I am Seamus Byrne. The best lesson that I've ever had in what I should try to take pictures of these days and how I should try to take them was when I spent a week recently scanning over 5,000 family photos from across my childhood and into my young adult life. I was recently testing the Epson Fast Photo FF680W photo scanner. It's an impressive system that makes it really quick to feed large sets of photos in at an absolute breeze. It uses a sheet feeder rather than a flatbed, so you can drop in a stack of photos at a time, roughly in line with the amount of photos that you'd have in one old roll of film. Over thousands of photos, it jammed just a handful of times, never damaging the photos in the process. Uh, I think a real hallmark of what that sort of sheet feeding system can do. All I had to do was just quickly open, check, and then reset the photos, and it would then get back to doing what it was doing. It easily adjusted all the final outputs so that any time a photo was like slightly askew or in a different ratio or a different format, it came out in the scan and the image captured just right. The included software made it easy to give each batch of photos metadata related to content or theme and date data could be applied either as a specific date or as a month, year, or even as a system, uh, as a season. Though the season system, it's important to note, was Northern Hemisphere specific, so it's best to stick to months if you're using this one down under. One particularly clever feature was to also scan the reverse side of photos with sensitivity settings available to help tweak how sensitive it should be to automatically identify whether there was something on the back worth capturing or not, like, say, a handwritten note. I saw plenty of false positives in this system, but it's easy to delete those. They're captured as a second B image. And while it was absolutely brilliant to have a few of those notes captured alongside the photos in question, I think the biggest nuisance was some all too frequent nagging from the software to keep cleaning the scan head. But it's kind of a valid nag. Old photos carry plenty of dust and a quick wipe with the included cloth seemed to help ensure things stayed as clean and clear as possible. The software also offered enhancement options, which meant it could save a second version of the file with contrast, brightness, saturation type settings adjusted automatically. 
I have to say, I didn't really like the effect that was applied. I felt like it was probably better in the first case to just capture the image as clean and clear as possible. And then any photo that did have a major problem could always apply some filters later on. And that enhancement process also added time to the scanning process. So for the most part, I just left it to capture the raw images as best as possible. I think overall, this $699 scanner is an impressive option for quickly getting through those family archives. I mean, technically, that's a lot more money than some other scanning options, but compared to doing one photo at a time in a flatbed scanner, uh, the speed is well worth it. And if you think about maybe sharing that cost over a few different members of your family to get all those memories scanned in as quickly as possible, uh, it, it's a real, a real solid investment. Uh, yeah, when you think about the fact that it was only about a week and I got through five large boxes of old photos with that final tally of well over 5,000 photos scanned, uh, it was an amazing use of that time. I think it is one of those jobs that's just too easy to keep putting off. Even with the scanner here, I spent a month not getting around to it. But once I got my groove going, it was really quite easy to just keep it going. And now it's done. It feels great to have those memories in a digital format, ready to share with family and to enjoy all over again. And it really gives a kind of warm, fuzzy feeling to know that all those photos are backed up in secure cloud storage, not from Epson, my own cloud service, ready to stand that ongoing test of time. So to the lessons, what I thought I was going to learn was really just a question of scan quality and scanner performance. But as I went through the photos, I found myself critiquing the decisions I had made at the time I was taking those photos. The photos that seemed were the right photo at the time kind of felt too obvious and overcomposed now. And today, my favorite photos were the ones that captured life warts and all. So here then are the things I came to realize about how I should take photos today, having explored the photos of my past. One, more people. The places I visited over the years have been beautiful. It's nice to still have those images of the cities and the countrysides I backpacked through and visited all those years ago. But all those shots with no one I care about in them feel sterile. Unless I captured a perfect frame, they're just kind of empty. Makes a lot of sense why selfies have become such a big deal today. Memories are a lot more interesting when we put ourselves in the frame. Two, more normal life. So many photos, entire rolls of film were focused around Fancy parties and dinner functions, large gatherings of friends dressed up in fancy clothes. It's nice to have some of that, of course, but so many. What I didn't see as much of was time sitting at home with friends and family. But when I did see those moments, unposed normality, so many more memories came flooding back. The unanswered questions of everyday life. Which house is that? When would that have been? What were we looking at? What music was playing? The parties had clear answers, but few memory triggers. Normal life delivered a flood of half-remembered sound, scent, and scene that made my brain work to rebuild the moment. It was magical, and I want more of that in my future and for my children's future. Three, less generic wide shots. When we were shooting film, our own images 
were one of the best ways to remember the places we'd traveled and the things we'd seen. But now a quick search can reveal thousands of photos of anywhere we'd like. Memory triggers run like water on the web, but details are personal. The things that catch our eye that only we will care about or the weird things that we noticed that made us laugh. A photo of a detail that means nothing to most people is the kind of photo that means a lot more when we capture it for posterity. Four, stop forcing those smiles. It doesn't take long skimming old photos to notice that same I'm happy pose appear again and again and again. The photos that feel special are the ones when we're acting a bit silly, pulling a stupid face, a jump, a twist and a look, a blue steel, the ones where we did anything but stand carefully to deliver generic attention to the camera. These are the photos that bring a real smile to my face here in the future while looking back on that past. Five, take more photos. Now, we have more photos now than ever before, but I've realized that I'm still mostly taking photos of what feel like photo moments. I'm going to try to make a habit of capturing things just because, to make a quick snap, a better fidget response than pulling out my phone just to check social media. If my phone is in my hand, look around for something to capture, not to share immediately, not to send to a friend, to treat my photo library like a time capsule of random moments that might not mean much today, but might make an older Seamus, when his memories begin to fade, smile at a half-forgotten moment that didn't seem like much at the time. The Epson Fast Photo FF680W photo scanner is available in most major retailers in Australia and it is selling for $699. You've been listening to Jetpacks Are Overrated. I am Seamus Byrne. Thank you for stopping by. If you want to find out more about everything that I get up to, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at Seamus, S-E-A-M-U-S, or you can find all my shows and my newsletter at biteside.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along, and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.